Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I am joined by the absolutely amazing Kayla Cassidy. How are you doing today, Kayla? Good. Thank you. I am so excited to catch up with you. First of all, like we kind of said off air, it's been about three years since the last time I spoke with you. Of course, we have an exciting event coming up, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I kind of wanted to start off by talking about some of the changes and the growth that you've had since the last time we spoke in 2020, if that's cool with you. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the last time we talked, you explained, you know, how wrestling has kind of saved your life and changed your life in a sense. But I know around two years ago, that kind of started changing a little bit for you as you kind of started losing your love for wrestling and actually took a step back from it altogether for a few months. I know I know there were some other reasons obviously factored into that decision, but can you kind of tell us more about that time? What kind of prompted you to take that step back from professional wrestling uh- for a bit? So I think the biggest thing of it, I was surrounding myself with not good people. Um, I was kind of listening to all of the wrong people instead of surrounding myself with good people, Yeah, and which I try to do now. So that kind of like affected my mental health like tremendously. And so I was just like, and, and like, I also kind of deal with like really bad anxiety and I still do. So it's like, I was just completely listening to like all of the negativity and I was letting it get to my head. I was letting myself get in my own head over it. Um, I was just letting like all of the, like people saying this and that about me, like false accusations and stuff really, really take a toll on my mental health. And that was my fault for letting it even happen. But I mean, like, I'm not like there, I'm not where I was with it. Like I've gotten a lot better, but at the same time, like I still deal with like that anxiety that comes with it because like sometimes like I'll go sometimes I struggle even taking a booking just because I get really bad anxiety it's like I'll go into a locker room and I'll try to do my best like shaking people's hands and saying hi and then I'll kind of like go off into my own little corner to sit by myself you know it's I I didn't plan on this but it is mental health awareness month right now I believe it is so that's I I feel like that's huge especially in a lot of people I feel like we all have our own things um kind of before we get more into that period of time you know obviously that's kind of a thing that stays with you for a long time even if you kind of you get better with it but I feel like it's something that always lingers what do you do to kind of help uh wind down or kind of cope with that um, so I recently started seeing a therapist. Um, I go back later this month. I've only had like really one good session. Um, I got put on new anxiety medications, but it actually kind of gave me like side effects that started making me sick, like vomit and stuff and nausea. Yeah. So I'm having, we're going to have to like see if we can get me on something that's a little bit better. Um, something else that kind of like helps me is, I try to remind myself, like, whenever I have, like, those bad feelings, I try to just, like, take a deep breath and just remind myself that, like, the the feelings that I'm feeling are just temporary, and that it's just a bad day and not a bad life. Uh, kind of outside of wrestling, you know, your love has obviously come back or else you wouldn't have come back in the first place. But outside of wrestling and kind of your personal life, what brings you joy in kind of everyday weekly life? my nieces I have two yeah. nieces they definitely bring me joy yeah especially keeping family close or friends is definitely yeah. huge because like you alluded to you know a lot of us surround ourselves with toxic people and I guess in some way kind of a break kind of helps us realize that you know so kind mm-hmm. of during that time I remember you made this announcement I believe it was July of 2021 and I 
think you came back later that October, if I'm thinking that correctly. So what did you do during this time away? I know obviously you ended up training to come back, but during that initial month or two, what did you do during your time away? Um, Honestly, like I was still in such a dark place during that time away. And I think that when I came back to wrestling, I was not ready for it at all. I feel like I forced myself into it and that kind of like worsened my mental health. Um, and so then I just kind of like secretly took a break from wrestling again until like, I felt like I was actually legitimately ready. And so now it's like, I take selective bookings. I don't wrestle every weekend. Mm -hmm. I still try to like, cause I, I put my mental health first. Like that yeah, will always, you come, that will always become, before, that will always become before wrestling. Like I, I, sorry, it's just how it is. But like, I've just let so much things affect me that whenever I'm feeling like, I can kind of like, I also kind of deal with like bipolar disorder. So like whenever I have my highs and I have my lows and whenever I'm feeling my lows, I tend to not take any bookings at all until I pass that, until I like overcome that, until or uh, until I'm comfortable doing it again. But so I just, I'm still trying to figure out how to cope with everything. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, especially with something like that, I, I I have a degree in psych, but it's been a few years, obviously, since, since I've been into this because I've ingrained in wrestling and everything kind of like you have. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's 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 a, it's a tricky diagnosis and stuff. But, you know, when it comes to you came back, I know you said initially you weren't ready, but then how did you know that you were ready to kind of come back in the full swing of things then? Um... I think I just really kind of took that time to not think about wrestling that much, Yeah, I guess. Um, I just started, you know, working, you know, like just doing things like outside of wrestling and not even really thinking about it. And then it's like one day I was just like, hmm, I'm going to go to training. And then I go to training and I'm like, fuck, I miss this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, too, when you initially posted that message, because I remember seeing it, too. Like I, I said, you mentioned that you kind of lost, you know, mentally is one thing, but you also lost your love for wrestling in the process, you said. What yeah. kind of sparked or revived your love for wrestling? Or is that something that you're still working towards to get that full love back that you once had for it? Yeah, I'm still trying to work on getting that um, full spark back because I feel like it comes and goes. And I feel like that's such a horrible thing to say because there's so many people that I see in wrestling that have such a love for yeah. wrestling and it's like sometimes I wish that I had that but it's like the smallest things will kind of make me take that step back and it's like no I don't want to be a part of this anymore and it's just like I hate that I even feel like that and like wrestling will either make you or break you and in a lot of ways it has broken me completely completely so it's like I don't know it's just like I'm just like in a weird funk with it and it's like it's really sad to me and it kind of breaks my heart because I fell in love with wrestling when I was about 12 years old I and know. decided I wanted to be a wrestler when I was 12 years old but I got into the business and then it's like I had like a really rude awakening I feel like I didn't know it was going to be like this like I think the art of professional wrestling like being in that ring and getting the reaction from that crowd, I absolutely love it. Like, there's seriously nothing like it. But there comes, like, the politics in wrestling. The drama, the politics, the, the backstage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how people will, like, pretend to, you know, be your face. And it turns out they don't even really like you. And it's, like, they'll try to, like, 
bringing you down. And it's like, I don't want to surround myself with that anymore. But at the same time, that's everywhere. That's not just professional wrestling. That is everywhere. Yeah. And I, I can, I can attest to that. I've gone through certain, certain events have happened the last couple of years that kind of opened my eyes to stuff, the, the backstage stuff, the politics, the drama, this, mm-hmm. the, the dark stuff in it. And, and I will admit I've kind of gone through like a little bit of a cycle with stuff, but obviously it's different for you because you're actively in there. You're a performer. You kind of, you are involved in the ring too, as well. But you mentioned something too, you know, you got back to training a little bit and that kind of, you're like, Oh fuck, I miss this. You know, what, what, what about training? Like just made you feel that? Do you think? So training, I was also like during like my training, I was actually surrounded by really good people that I consider a good friend of mine that really helped a lot. Um, And just like not taking it too seriously, like don't take it too seriously. I mean, take it seriously, but don't like take it too, too seriously, like go in there and just have fun. And so when I was training, I was having fun with the people that I was training with that were willing to help me and, you know, stuff like that. So that helped a lot. Now, I'm curious for you as someone who kind of takes selective bookings, I'm I assuming there'll be maybe not extended periods of time, but like longer periods of time, like maybe weeks between. I, I don't know your schedule per se, but how do you keep yourself then in shape? Because obviously, you know, you have your own personal life and stuff. How do you keep yourself kind of in shape mentally and physically during the times where maybe the window between bookings is a little bit more extensive? Um, I try to mentally like I feel like I don't know I mean that's a good question I 100% don't go to the gym every day I honestly I can't tell you the last time I was in the gym it's probably been like two months I'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) Um, I'm trying to do better though I'm trying to do better Um, mentally I'm still trying to figure that out because I do still have like my really bad days like yesterday for like yesterday it was kind of like iffy for me but I just had to like take that step back and just like realize that like it's just temporary so um my nieces keep me busy it's like they keep me busy all the time so um I try to I hang out with my best friend as much as I can um and then I work I have a job that I really love yeah so that helps me out as well so I just I don't know just different things um now I'm curious how old are your nieces my niece so my oldest niece Charlie she will be three next month and my youngest niece, Addie, she is one. So they'll keep you in shape. Or at oh least once God, they yes. reach like five, they're going to be running around. They're going to keep you in shape, Kayla. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, I don't know if you saw it or felt it, but I feel like, you know, granted, yeah, you've had kind of some time off, but I felt like when you felt that you were ready to come back, I felt like a new Kayla was born, even just like scrolling through your Instagram feed. To me, you seemed more confident in the ring, at least again, maybe off screen is a little bit different. And I feel like you kind of took on a little bit of a new character in a sense. I know you would like to switch things up every so often, but maybe it's just me, Mm -hmm. but how do you, how did you feel in the first few months after you felt ready back character wise and in the ring in general? So I was actually feeling really, I feel like I was on a roll. Like I, I like was like, fuck, I'm going to go to training. I'm going to get really good. I'm going to get fucking signed. And then it's just like, like I had like so like good confidence because I feel like I was doing good mentally. Yeah. And so I was getting, I felt like I was getting better in the ring. And it's just like, and just like that, it's just like, 
I just felt defeated. And it's like that confidence just got sucked right out of me. So it's like, I don't know. Like I try to have confidence is a huge issue with me, honestly. Like I don't feel a lot of times I don't feel like I'm good enough. I feel like I don't belong in the ring a lot of the times, but at the same time, it's like whenever I'm in a very, very, very good mental spot, I feel like I can do anything. Yeah. And, and like I said, I could, I, well, you might fake it well in the ring or sometimes wrestling, I feel like is different. Sometimes people just have that switch that they turn on and just cause you exude this other character that I don't know yeah. how to explain it, but from just from watching, I, you know, I couldn't even tell to me, you seem to be like your confidence just seemed to level up, you know, we all have off days, but I could see at least for me, like a, a big difference from where say 2020, 2021 to this year and last year, to me, I saw a big difference. So that's something to be really, really proud of. And obviously mm-hmm. mental health is one confidence is one. You've gotten a little bit more confident. How else that you, how else do you think that you've grown personally and professionally in the last two years during this time? Um, honestly, uh, I feel like I can, I feel like I can control my emotions better than I used to be. Cause like I used to like, like two years ago, if somebody said something to me on Twitter or said something like anything out of the wrong, I would like fire back at them just like that. Now it's like, I'll hit that block button and go on Monday. Yeah. Cause I don't have time for it. Like, I'm not going to like yeah. let somebody t- have that power over me to make me feel like that, even though trust me, like it does suck in. I do let it get to me, but, like, I try to just try to, like, I'll hit that block button so fucking fast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and like I said, in the ring, I feel like you've reshaped yourself a bit. Obviously, your hair color is one, your gear is one. You've kind of gone through a lot of different changes. How would Mm -hmm. you describe Kayla Cassidy, the character, right now? Um, I would still say that she's very, very egotistic. I guess is the word. Um, I'm always booked as a hill, so I, that's just like basically my entire persona. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I'm still trying to also figure that out. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, especially during this process, you know, you're still finding your identity and finding that character. What is that process? looked like for you the cha- obviously there's a lot of ups and downs but can you kind of tell us more about the journey the ongoing journey I should say to kind of uh, finding your identity as a character um I will see I watched a lot of uh AJ Lee yes when I was younger I absolutely love her and although like my character is a little bit different than hers I thought she was the best female hill in WWE honestly um so I kind of like watched her a lot I also watched a lot of now Mercedes I watched a lot of her when she was Sasha Banks um because I was obsessed with like her presence her confidence I was obsessed I thought she was the greatest thing like her shit does not stink like I was so obsessed (laughs) but like um I try to like I guess, um, look at her confidence and then try to like gain that confidence myself, I guess. So I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, like I said, it's still an ongoing process. Like you said, you're still kind of finding yourself. I feel like, especially too, you've been doing this, what, four years now, I think. I just came up on on four years. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Time flies by so fast and especially during a pandemic, you know, 
to still be doing this, you know, and you have that awareness to take those breaks when needed, which I feel like a lot of people don't do. But like we said, you've grown a lot, especially in the physical presentation as well, your hair, your gear, just the whole look. You know, we talked about character kind of inspirations. Like I said, you've never been shy about experimenting in the presentation department. So I'm curious, what are some of your sources of inspiration when crafting your gear and kind of your overall look? Um, so... I'm always especially doing something to my hair. Yes. Um. Always. I feel like I don't like having like, like my natural hair color is like a darkish brown. But like, I I feel better when I have like the fun colors going on yeah. and like the brighter colors going on. Um, Gear wise, I'm always, there's this one person that I go to. And Allie, is it Allie Parker? She does. She, yeah, she, um, sews my gear, ah, but I'm okay. always, uh, there's this one, um, there's this one guy, he's, he, uh, designs gears and stuff and he'll like sometimes send me ideas or I'll send him ideas on like what I want to do. So like, yeah. we'll like switch it up. Sometimes I'll go with like the darker look. Sometimes I'll have like the flashy look yeah. and I will be de- debuting new gear within like the next week. And I'm really excited mm. about it. Mm. Now, I know in my mind, the gear that sticks out is like your, I think it's blue and green. You also have that like pink, kind of not galaxy, but like it's a print as well. You, you've you gone through a lot of changes. I'm curious, what has been your kind of favorite gear that you've done so far and kind of the, the backstory behind it? Um, I think, honestly, I think my pink gear, like my, I kind of mix like the pink and black together. Yes. Um. I kind of, I think that was probably like my favorite look. Also, um, I was a huge fan of Jeff Hardy growing up. Like I know. Favorite. And he kind of like, he also wore like pink and black and stuff like that. So I think that kind of where that came from a little bit, but I don't know. I like to switch it up. Like sometimes like I'll just like buy pieces from like different websites mm-hmm. and then just throw that together as my own gear. And then sometimes I'll wear like my professionally made gear. So. I mean, I feel like it blends <laughs> together kind of a little bit of your childhood, but like with new things. And I, I admire that because I'm one who's kind of afraid to, uh, afraid to experiment in like some aspects of my life, but it just seems so fun. And it, it like livens the room, you know? Yeah. So kudos to you. You know, I don't know how, like you said, your, your bookings are kind of scattered a bit, but even if you're scrolling your timeline, you're seeing a bunch of stuff. So kind of within the wrestling space, who do you, maybe, maybe it's Mercedes. I don't know. Who do you think has the best ring gear game or aesthetic today? Like right now? Yes. Hmm. That's a good question. That's a really good question. I think Billy Stark, she always has something new going on. I think Billy, because she has the Japanese like yes, inspired yes. going on that I really like. I think she probably has like the best style going on right now. <laughs> I I happen to agree, and like she derives that, like you said, from the Japanese style of wrestling. It's kind of like I don't know how to explain it. It's not pop culture, but like there's a lot of different colors and like interesting i know some of it's a little bit expired by anime as well so it's like taking in a bunch of different things and she as well is kind of one who's very fun you know she wears the the bunny head a lot she's one who has a really colorful and vibrant look which is kind of similar to yours um Mm -hmm. so i definitely love that too and kind of not it doesn't have to do with your wrestling look but i know that you have a rose tattoo that you covered up 
some old ones. We'll talk about the old ones. But can you, t- yes, yes, that's the one. Can you tell me more about the significance? I know, like I said, you covered up stuff, but was there a significance behind the rose? I think it's a rose for you. Yeah, it's a rose. Yeah. Um. So I, this was, so maybe like seven years. I was really young. I was probably like 1920. I got a skull tattooed on my finger and it was not professionally done by any means and it looked like (laughs) pac-man i was just like this is terrible um it was an ex-boyfriend's dad who did it and he Mm. it was horrible and then one day i got bored and i decided i wanted to get a shooting star on my hand and it was not good at all and i was like why am i doing this to myself right now and then um so i found like a really good tattoo artist i was like i really want to cover this up yeah I was like, I'm obsessed with flowers. I love roses. I was like, can we try to work something in there to kind of like blend that in and cover it up? And he was like, yeah, sure. And so he did uh, this, like, yeah, I think he did a pretty good job. Um, Eventually, I'm actually going to get it brought up into a full sleeve. So yeah, within like the next few months, I really want to get that done. Just like roses and then maybe colored in. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But- I was going to ask you what else, yeah, yeah, what I was going to ask, what else might you incorporate into that? Obviously, there's a bunch of different flowers and stuff you could do. Yeah, I'll probably just continue the um, stems and roses and then um, maybe color it in like red and blue, something like that. So I'm obsessed with tattoos. I'm sure I'll probably, by the time I'm like 50, be covered in tattoos. You know, (laughs) I, I, I've been wanting, I've had the tattoo idea in mind for like literally like 10 years and I've just been too afraid to do it. So you go for it. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we were talking about growth and a lot of that growth is learning from new experiences and opportunities. I know you had an opportunity at Impact Wrestling a little bit while back. So can you tell us more about that experience and what you did there? Yeah, I think this was probably like. It was November 21. 21 so I was two years in at this point um I got called down they wanted to see if I would be willing to be um a dead bridesmaid for Sue Young yes and so I was like yeah I was like I love Sue and like of course it's an opportunity so it was really fun like I mean that's I mean I didn't get to wrestle or anything like that but I got that opportunity to like show face and at least do a little something so that was really cool and um that was my very first time meeting sue and then now i'm like i love sue and like now me and her have been you worked together before yeah we worked in a triple threat together and i'm waiting to have a singles match with her but it'll happen (laughs) i feel like that's got to be really cool to kind of channel like channel like an inner bride i don't know if you're are you one that's kind of into like horror sci-fi-ish kind of genres yeah like I am a huge horror (laughs) fanatic huge horror fanatic yes yeah so that had to have been really cool you can kind of like let loose and play it play an entirely new kind of character had to have been really cool but like you said you didn't get to kind of wrestle but you were kind of shown on screen and you were backstage where there were were a lot of producers and veterans like sue young so i'm curious were you were you able to maybe pick anyone's brain for advice or anything backstage um i don't think i really got to really pick anybody's brains really at that at that time I think I was probably scared (laughs) to like really ask um but yeah I mean like I I had a great time doing it 
Yeah, it definitely seems like, and like you said, you got to wrestle Sue a couple times after that. I remember seeing a couple things on your Instagram. I was like, oh, she wrestled Sue Young. That's a cool, a cool <laughs> opportunity. And, you know, kind of talking about matches, we do a watch list feature here on WrestleZone. So kind of in your four-year career thus far, has there been a particular match of yours that you feel the most proud of and why? It's actually my very last match that I had um, a little over a month ago against Gary J. Can you tell us more about that and why you feel um, really so, confident in that performance? So Gary has actually helped me a lot throughout, like, um, the, you know, like how, like, because he, he knows that I struggle with things yeah. and, like, um, and he's, like, had this talk with me, like, so many times. And, like, I look up to Gary as, like, one of my mentors. So I was, I wanted this match more than anything, honestly. And so, <clears throat> um we just I don't know I like I mean like I feel like there it wasn't a crazy match but I feel like he just like brought something I don't I, I don't know but like I, it was by far my favorite match I've had in like the last four years that that's a good and thing then, too that yeah. it's fresh yeah yeah gives you motivation going forward and kind of talking about going forward we don't know at least as of now it hasn't been posted on any socials you have a match coming up uh, this, you know, upcoming on May 27th at an all-women's show entitled Revolution Rising to Queens of the Midwest in collaboration mm -hmm. with the NWF and PGWA. Obviously, you are a notable figure within the Midwest scene, but other than maybe yourself, who do you think would be fit to uh, have the title of the Queen of the Midwest? Of the Midwest? Um, like that, like, that specific title and or like yeah so within the like, within the midwest wrestling scene is there a oh performer you feel like mm -hmm. encompasses it that's like the midwest they kind of own the midwest territory that stands out to you within there hmm. i feel like i would be like maybe it's because she's my favorite wrestler in the world but Kylie Ray, <laughs> Chicago. I mean, yeah, right there. <laughs> Tell us. I, I, I personally love Kylie. I'm curious too. I was going to ask you because this is an all women's show, and kind of in that spirit, you know, you've gotten to work with a plethora of people at Impact. You've been at OVW. You've been all around the Midwest. Kylie is probably one for you, but can you tell us more about some of the people that you look up to, or maybe have been mentors to you within the wrestling space? Um, I think Billy Sarks is one of them. Um, she's helped me tremendously yeah. in the ring for these, these past four years. So she's definitely like probably my favorite. Um, hmm. I also, I think it's because me and this, I think it's because we like kind of click really well together in the ring, but Blair Onyx yes Actually, i really enjoy working her i think she's i think she's gonna go really far um and we just like seem to like click really well in the ring and have fun every time we wrestle <laughs> um i do look up to sue young a lot uh she's helped me you know like we've sat down and like talked about like things and stuff like that and you know she's reached out to me when i was like kind of struggling with my mental health and stuff like that and so i i look up to her like i think she's an amazing person she seems like it too, and hopefully you guys get to have that one-on-one -on -one finally soon. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. 
And to close things out, you know, we're kind of looking towards the future. You know, you have obviously a, a shoot job, as they call you. you got life, you got wrestling. What are some of your personal and professional goals that you'd like to accomplish within the next year? Um, professional, I actually, um, I'm wanting to get into acting classes and start, yeah, seeing, um, seeing where like acting might take me because it's something that I've always also wanted yeah. to do. So I'll give that a try. Um, personally, um, I think that I want to, my mom's watching me. Um, I think that I want to, I don't know, honestly, like it's hard to like say, I think, um, I really don't know. Like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, my personal life on yeah. what I want to do, yeah. I guess, like, outside of wrestling. So. Yeah, so maybe then what are what are you kind of hoping to get out of your acting classes then? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe, like, little gigs on TV shows to, like, start out maybe. Maybe commercial work, something like that. You know, you never know. We, we talked about kind of horror and sci-fi. What are your favorite, just right now and kind of all time, I'm curious to know what are your favorite television shows? Television shows or movies? We Say both. My favorite of all time, Scream. I love Ghostface. I think the last one was amazing. Um, TV show wise, um, so I'm obsessed with the show. It's called Chicago Fire. Okay. And they actually okay, hold on. That's so funny that you mentioned that. I swear to you, I've it's Chicago Med I've been binge watching, but it crosses yeah. over. I was literally before this interview today, I kid you not, I was watching Chicago Med, Kayla. It's so good. Like, I, I think I have some catching up on Chicago Med today because yeah. I finished everything that I need to finish. Yeah. Because then I jumped over. Mm -hmm. I, like, started there because there's Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire. Yes. I started backwards. I started Chicago Med, Chicago PD, and then Chicago Fire. But I think Chicago PD is my favorite. I feel like there's a lot more action in that. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, because I think they've, I think it was them who crossed over with Law & Order SVU. So I've seen a couple, I think they've done two crossovers before, but I kid you not, I started binge watching Chicago Med over the weekend um, because I found, I ended up on that set of TikTok somehow. And I've been watching a bunch of clicks, clips of Chicago Fire on TikTok. But once I get through Med, I'm planning to go through PD and Fire. But that's just so funny. Like, I kid you not, yeah. I was watching an episode right before this of Chicago so good. They're so good. You'll, I know. you'll have to you'll have to let me know which series you like better. Yes, it's a lot. It's a lot to go through. I already finished one season in like two two days. I want to say Chicago Med. Um, yeah. So it, it's been a lot of fun. It seems like I kind of like those like actiony like yeah. I don't know kind of crime, but you know I I like those kind of it shows has, dramas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like it too that they intertwine the characters in there too. So I'm excited to check it out. That's cool that we kind of unlocked that shared uh, kind of love for that. And I'll, I'll I'll keep you updated on that. I'm excited for that. But Kayla, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been a pleasure. Before we let you go, can you please share where the people can find you online? Yes. So um, I have my Facebook is under my real name. I don't really do a whole lot of wrestling content on my Facebook, but my Instagram is Kayla underscore Cassidy underscore. And my Twitter is Kayla underscore Cassidy. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> and then I have TikTok. I started doing, I haven't really made any TikTok, TikTok videos recently, but I do have TikTok. I'm on there all the time. It is, um, shoot, what's my name on there? Hey, Cassidy. 
I think that's my name on there. <laughs> now, now what, so I'm on like 10 different sides of TikTok. What are some of your, what sides of TikTok are you on right now? <laughs> so I'm on the whole, like, um, I scroll through like a lot of puppy videos. <laughs> I'm on cat, I'm on cat talk. So fair. Yes. Yeah. Like puppies. Uh, I, I watch a lot of puppy ones i watch a lot of like the um like the the silly dances that they do and stuff yeah. like that and like the pranks that they pull on each other i love watching those like the couples on tiktok that pull pranks on each other yeah it's the funniest thing ever it's entertaining to me there's a one okay whatever this is a weird one but there's there's this like trend of a prank of women like convincing their husbands that they're shedding their skin i don't know if you've seen that one but it's yeah yeah, yeah. they believe it <laughs> they believe it it's time for my about. monthly shedding and their husbands are like about. what i know what you're talking about <laughs> it's so messed up <laughs> i don't i don't know how they do it It has to be like some prosthetic or something they make it yeah. look real but it's just hilarious um mm -hmm. so if anybody's hearing about this for the first time it's really funny i don't know what i think you would just search probably skin shedding or something there's a it's lot so of like funny. wives or girlfriends pranking their boyfriends and husbands it's hilarious actually it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> but kayla it's been a pleasure catching up with you of course we wish you luck and uh good luck too at revolution rising we look forward to chatting with you again soon thank you